1: The Dallas Cowboys have released defensive end Terrell Basham. What does that mean for the rest of the defensive line moving forward in a 2023 mock draft? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Cowboys Podcast.
2: You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day.
1: Locked
0: on. Locked on. on. Locked on. Cowboys. Locked on Cowboys.
1: Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. Landon, the Cowboys made a fairly big roster move on Tuesday. How you doing today, sir?
0: Doing well. I'm excited that we signed Odell Beckham Jr. I can't believe we're breaking yeah, news here. You, it's you really guys missed that, but it just oh, happened. No. <laughs> that didn't happen. No. Yes. Uh, no. I mean, I think I think you know uh, uh, a guy that may not move the radar for a bunch of folks, but for 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 the Cowboys fans who've been watching him, uh, it was a surprise to see the Cowboys let go of Terrell Basham. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of get into that a little bit, what that means, and some uh, some other fun stuff.
1: Yeah. So it sounded like the Cowboys were trying to move Terrell Basham at the yep. trade deadline. Yep. And in fact, it sounded like maybe even before the season started, they were kind of entertaining, you know, some trade offers. But now that we're here in week 13, why now?
0: I think it was just time, you know, you've got James Washington coming on. Uh, you know, they, 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 we'll talk about that in a second. He just got put onto the 21 day window. Um, you've got Tyron Smith coming back. You've, you've got, uh, you know, not, maybe not today, but imminently. And, and he's going to have his windows starting soon. Um, I, I think you've you've seen that they've signed uh, another guy in Tack, McKinley that I think that they were kind of hoping to kind of work into that situation. You know, I, I just think it was – there was too much room at the end. He's a good player. I think he can probably go and, and, and uh, help some other team as, as a really nice – third rotational defensive end who could be a spot starter for you if you need it. Um, And for the, for the Cowboys, you know, they have been doing a lot of roster gymnastics all, you know, through all of this. I'm pretty sure that like he didn't have any eligibility to be. Well, it doesn't really matter, but I was going to say like, I think part of the, the appeal was with tack, they could put him on practice squad and call him up from the practice squad without taking up a roster spot. Uh, they didn't really have that option with with Basham. So he became a guy that, uh, because he's a vested vet, uh, it, he became more difficult to kind of, you know, put through the roster gymnastics to hold on to him. Uh, I think they figured it was basically time. They didn't really have any other way to hold on to him. So uh, it was time to let him go.
1: And remember, sometimes when you make roster moves, it's not always because you're, letting, you're playing the best players or you're rostering the best players. This could e- very easily be a situation where, Terrell Basham has not played a snap since Week Ten, and he only played no. he only played eight games. He was going to be a free agent after the year. He was buried on the depth chart, and rather than just holding on to him as an insurance policy, you mentioned Tack McLean-Lee. They had other guys they liked. Maybe they were doing him a favor. Yeah, right? we're recording this on Wednesday, one thirty p.m. Eastern Time. We have not heard if he's claimed. I would be shocked if he's not on a roster in two weeks. Oh yeah, right. And I wouldn't absolutely. be. I would be shocked if he's not playing. Right. I I wonder if this was a little bit of a favor to Golson, like, hey, yeah, you are a great teammate for us. You are a great player for us for a few years. Um, go out and find another job and get paid again.
0: I think he's really well liked in the locker room. Yeah. You know, he's viewed as a leader. He's viewed as a guy that it really fits in well. I, I think that if they had more roster spots, they would hold on to him because they they sure. like the guy. So I don't I don't doubt that at all. I don't doubt that that you know it's just one of those situations where, hey, you know what, we just unfortunately don't have enough spots for you but why don't you go see if you can maybe catch on with a contender or something to see what you can do for the rest of your season and then hopefully that helps leap leapfrog his uh you know his his free agent yeah. year next year so
1: it let's let's be honest there was also a part of Golston played in this defense a very specific role right he's kind Bash of Basham. about sorry yeah kind of ahead of myself Basham. Mm-hmm. Played a very specific role. Like a lot of times he was being used as a 4I or the big base yeah. defensive end. Yeah. And I think they kind of want to see more of Chauncey Golston, who I yeah. previously mentioned. He's actually played, Golston has played more snaps over the last two weeks 28 snaps against the Vikings, 19 against the Giants. And I actually think he's played pretty well in those snaps. Like not amazing or anything, but better than we, we've seen. This just opens up the door for him to, to play 20 ish snaps a game now.
0: Yeah, and that's why I think Basham is really going to be uh, a valuable piece to whoever picks him up. Right? Is because this is the kind of piece that you're looking to add at the end of the year. You know, you don't, you don't, you're not going to find a superstar defensive end. You're yeah. not going to find a, 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 a huge uh, game changer. But what you can find is a guy that has like a level of versatility that he can play inside, he can play outside, he can do a little bit of everything. And 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 you know, look, if training camp is, indicates anything. He still has some playmaking ability to him as well, sure. so I think for the Cowboys, like I said, it's you know the roster stuff. You've got these young defensive ends who you like, like, like Golson that you mentioned that you you want to continue to see more, and and if you did that, it would have to be at at the expense of Basham and and just trying to find a spot for him on the game day roster, which just wasn't going to work out. Uh, you know, I I think I think he still has good football left in him. I am excited to see uh, uh, Golson, you know, c- kind of continue his reps. Uh, yep. famously, since we uh, kind of uh, went after not went after him, but, but but called him out a little bit for his play a couple of weeks ago. Sure. He has played a lot better since then. So uh, I think all of that pointed to a, 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 a situation where there just wasn't enough room in the end for goals. I mean, I for, also, for, when, for Basham.
1: <laughs> both did it. Uh, yeah, I think just it, for Sam Williams and Golston, this is just yeah. more snaps that are available for – the the day two picks that are on the roster that they know are going to be here in 2023 and beyond. Pretty simple. But I hope, I hope Basham catch, catches on to somewhere. Like I was thinking about potential landing spots today, but like Cleveland, go be Cleveland's third defensive sure. end and you're going to be awesome yeah. there. Or if you want to catch on with like a playoff contender, go be in Baltimore and play as that fourth defensive end and stop the run and kick inside when you need to. He's going to be fine. I, I throw all Basham's career is
0: not over by any stretch. Yeah. And, and thanks for the service. He was a great player while he yes. was here. Definitely enjoyed him.
1: I want to ask you about a couple more defensive line things. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you about Turo. Lane actually just used Turo last weekend we and absolutely love it. It is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car that you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. What car did you go with, by the way?
0: It was a, like, uh, a, a, what is it, a, a, a Chevy? A, it's like, a, not a Suburban. It's the Yukon. That's right. It's, like, the XL Yukon. Yeah, so it was yeah. lots of room, lots of space. It was nice to drive a different kind of car. I don't usually get the opportunity to drive that kind of car, so it was fun go. to kind of change it up.
1: You can be like Landon. You can book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip, which I know a lot of people in my family do. You can get a classic or luxury car for, like, the holidays if you want to show off a little bit. Uh, many Toro hosts can even deliver the car right to you, Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your driver at Turo.com. We also want to tell you about Audible. Uh, We've got some absolutely great podcasts on Audible right now, especially if you love football podcasts. There's a new one called the Block Forever Podcast, which you know how much we love offensive line play. So if you want to go listen to former NFL All-Pro Ryan Khalil uh, talk about blocking and protection schemes and he sits down with other former or current star players such as christian mccaffrey juju smith schuster new episodes of block forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of thursday night football ryan and guests discuss topics like player psyche sports betting playing through pain being a leader and how to deal with tough teammates uh Nothing out of bounds on this podcast available for free on audible or wherever you get your podcast, catch the full block forever series available anywhere. You get your podcast available everywhere. Now audible get in the game. All right, back to the defensive line. Just very quickly. Yeah. Tack McKinley, the Cowboys signed him on the practice squad. It's been a few weeks now. Mm -hmm. Do you anticipate him being a part of this roster anytime soon?
0: Yeah, I do. I mean, I think that, that there's, there's a chance that, you know, he, they signed him with the know ex- being that uh, called up from the practice squad player. Is it three or four opportunities to be called up from the practice squad to the active roster? I think it's four. I think it's four, too, as yeah. well. Um, so I, I, I think that, you know, that kind of lines up perfectly with what you, you, you are looking for. Uh, that gives you an opportunity to kind of evaluate him. Uh, it's still, you know, still a young player. I mean, this is, this is, I mean, this is a Will McClay special, right? Like a former first round pick that they liked coming out, did work out with his first team. Uh, you know, and obviously, uh, uh, Quinn has a history here with them. So he, he has some faith in him. And, 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 and here's the other thing, too, about it that's similar to what you've done with Dante Fowler, right? Is that Fowler comes from a situation where, you know, in Atlanta, oddly enough, uh, where, you know, he, he, was being kind of the focus of the pass rush and that really is is not you know uh up to his skill set where it is right now right you put him in a down roster situation where he's going against guys who are not as talented as him he's coming off and he's playing a lot of fresh football on fewer snaps and and you you hope that tack mckinley can follow a very similar kind of path right he's a little bit bigger uh, maybe hopefully a little bit stouter on the edge maybe you can get some good run run snaps out of him as well. But I think it's a similar situation where you're taking a guy who clearly has some pedigree that lots of teams like, including this team. I know I had him high on their draft board and you're putting him in a better situation, uh, a situation where that they may have more opportunity to thrive because there's not as much attention on them. There's not as much pressure on them. uh, And and you're just allowing them the best opportunity to make the most of their skills. And also on top of that, the roster flexibility of being able yes. to call him up from the practice squad—all of that is 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 really good stuff, especially compared to what you have with Terrell Basham, who, again, great player, but older. You're not going to develop him any, and he's a and he's kind of a, a, an albatross from a roster building situation, right. You know, it's tough t- tough to move around a little bit. Uh,
1: we should also mention that so he played with the Rams earlier this season um but just he like ruptured fowler.
0: what's that <laughs> just like fowler i mean he's just following this Fowler. i mean pattern. he really he really is yeah so tech
1: Ta- this is important so tech Ta- tore his achilles december 21st 2021 all right so we're not even a year removed from the achilles injury he played with the rams earlier this year from weeks three to week six i mean he was fine it was whatever i almost wonder if this isn't more of like a reserve move like hey we put him on the practice squad now and then once we get to the end of the season that's when you can sign a reserve contract and basically like hey this is our 2023 version of Dante Fowler Fowler's scheduled to be a free agent we could have him in our system learning get him up to speed keep keep an eye on his health and then let's see what he looks like with a full off season 100% healthy
0: that sounds like a good plan to me too i mean honestly like whether they want to haul him up or not that's i mean they have that option and and, and it's obviously great to have that flexibility yeah. that if you don't need him you don't have to call him up you just kind of continue to have him on your reserve and then deal with his his uh contract status on the other side of the off season but uh yeah i like that plan as a lot too i i just think you know honestly any time that you can get young talented first round players yes. that just it didn't work out it, the cowboys well, injury, will find a right? way to yeah or whatever it is right the Cowboys will find a way to to get that player, put them in a best the best situation, and and you know, look. The best part about this is if it doesn't work out, it didn't cost you anything. If it does work yeah. out, I mean, look what Dante Fowler has done for this team on such a yeah. cheap price. I mean, he's just it's 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 to have that kind of level of pass rusher as your third pass rusher, your rotational guy. That's that's an incredible luxury to have.
1: Yeah, he he turned twenty seven this month, so he's still incredibly still young. Very young. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if. We get into December, and Mike McCarthy, he he loves to give these guys breaks. If if we get into you know, December 15th or whatever, and it's, okay, Fowler, we know you're not hurt, but we're going to just give you this week off to just kind of reset your body. Let's pull yeah. t- Tack up for a week, have him revert back down to the practice squad, give him 11 snaps, and then there you go. I, I think this is more of a long-term move and a long-term play than it is we need this guy for the playoffs. That's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, and that's I mean whether it's that whether it's they have immediate plans for him or like you suggested, I love that idea of kind of him being a stash guy that they're you know hoping to kind of get a, a, a you know a nice surprise for him next year. I, either one of those is great. I, I think the the way that they played it. They're going to get a lot of flexibility to, yeah. to, to do either. If they need him to come into play, that they they absolutely have the ability to, to call him up, and, and obviously like up to four weeks of of practice squad time that he can come up and be on an active roster. If not, save him until next year. Let's see what he's got when coming into twenty twenty three and that much further away from an Achilles injury. Uh,
1: one more thing on the defensive line before we move on: uh, the Cowboys have released three either high profile or draft picks this year, Mm -hmm. including John Ridgeway, a fifth round pick from this year, Tristan Hill, a second round pick from 2019. And then now Terrell Basham. Is that just due to uh, having a really deep D line? Is that bad roster construction? Like to use all these picks and assets and then have to cut these guys mid season. What are your thoughts?
0: I think it, it's different that it, since this is from the defensive position, right? Like because these guys, they they rotate them in so much, they get a ton of snaps, you know, and so they have a ho- a high number of these guys. So I think it's different when it's the defensive line. You get a level of usefulness from these guys, uh, even the down roster guys. So like even someone like Tristan Hill or 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 um, or, or Basham, right? Like those guys were, despite. Being on the trade block, we're, we're actively playing for the Cowboys quite a bit at the time as well. Um, I, I think, you know, look, you, you could certainly make the argument that Tristan Hill didn't work out the way that you were expecting a second round pick to work out. I think that that's that, that'd be hard to argue. Um, but I also think that the Cowboys did a really good job of. uh of trying to reclaim that project, right? Of not just completely skewing him aside, and 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 they got some production out of him these last two years, not a ton, not what you're expecting, but something. And then you know once they were unable to trade him, and and they got, an, they had acute and accumulated enough talent in the defensive line room, they had to cut the fat. And and and, yep. and 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 you know that's nothing against these guys, but these guys were playing and giving you decent snaps. Uh, I mean, Basham obviously been on the injured reserve, but, but, but previously he'd been playing and giving you a uh, quality snap. So I think for Basham, it's not, I think you got your contracts worth with Basham as yeah, far as oh, I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah. Uh, I think for Hill, you know, look that you, you didn't get what, what you're expecting uh, fr- from your second round pick and your highest pick that it, I'll, I'll, i mention the, from that draft class, that certainly isn't what you were hoping to get out of, out of Hill. But I think they did a good job of once they kind of re-identified what they were going to do with him. He had been through, I think, three defensive coordin- coordinators in his time yeah. here. They still were able to get some kind of usefulness out of him. And then once it became time that they just had too much talent, they couldn't hold on to him. That's when they let him go. So obviously, the second round pick being wasted is not great. But I would say the second half reclamation project that they did on him uh, that that was a that was good stuff. And, and I think that that should you know. That should be kind of a template for – and it has been a template for a lot of other yep. kind of teams, first-round picks that have flamed out and needed to go elsewhere.
1: And just one more newsy thing before we move on. The Cowboys did activate James Washington. Or yep. so they, they started the 21-day practice window. Uh, the options now are at any point they can call him up to the 53-man roster. If they do not activate him by the end of this 21-day window, he reverts back to the injured reserve list and his season is over. We talked about this a lot on yesterday's podcast, so if you want to go listen to that. But basically, to sum it up, this is an insurance policy, right? They're going to get him up to speed. They're going to see what he looks like in practice. If they need him over the next two or three weeks, I think you'll see him pulled up. If everybody stays healthy or if you sign Odell Beckham, I expect the Cowboys to either release him outright or have him end up on the injured reserve list. Any additional thoughts there?
0: I think that's it exactly. The t- the 21-day practice window seems to coincide with the, the Odell Beckham Jr. visit quite nicely. So there should be some answers there, but before you have that window closed uh, and yep. then you can make the decisions on both of those players at that time and, and and it should line up just fine. It's a win-win situation for Dallas, right? Like if he yeah. looks awesome in practice and it's just clear like, hey, he's
1: one of our top three or four receivers, fantastic. Put him, on the, put him on the active roster. If he struggles or there's no difference between him and wide receiver four, wide receiver five, you just hold on to him. And you wait for that window to expire and you place him on your reserve list and maybe you try again next year. I mean, there's really no bad outcome here.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think we've talked about how we're all kind of confused by the James Washington thing a little bit, but but there isn't really a negative outcome nope. as long as you're not forcing him onto the field at the expense. of I don't of think other they will. Players, which doesn't look like they are. So because if they
1: were for- forcing him on the field, they wouldn't have waited till Week 13 to start his nope. practice window when he said he's been healthy for weeks now. So. Yep. Exactly, I think we have a pretty good idea what's going on there. All right, let's uh, let's do one more fun segment, Landon. But well, before we do that, we want to tell you about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you have to do is add the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs. Number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candid- candidates you want to talk to faster, faster, Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash on NFL. That is LinkedIn.com slash on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: All right, Landon, I know we're still several months away from being in draft season. Hopefully you and I aren't talking about the NFL Draft for, uh, what, three more months, two more months? Uh, Yeah,
0: hopefully, yes.
1: But our uh, the, the great Dane Brugler released his first mock draft of the year. He had the Cowboys picking at 27, so he's a little bit of a hater, so whatever. Mm, uh, terrible. He, they selected a player named Devin Witherspoon. We're not going to talk about this player specifically, but the part that I wanted to ask you about is he has the Cowboys selecting a cornerback in round one, and he believes that's their biggest need kind of going into the 2023 offseason. Would
0: you agree? I, I mean, I think he's, he's he's in the ballpark for sure, right? I so like, well. yeah. I, I mean, I think you look at the, the contract situation. Anthony Brown's going to be a free agent next year. I'm I'm pretty certain. And then after that, you definitely don't have Jordan Lewis. Uh, it, it, the, we'll see what if Jordan Lewis is on the team next year. Honestly, um, but you, Jordan Lewis is up in 2024, and, and Trayvon Diggs is also up in 2024. I have a strong inkling that Trayvon Diggs will likely resign. I, I don't know what's here?
1: gonna. Uh, what you say? Are you gonna break some news here that the Cowboys want. Uh, a yeah, uh, Diggs?
0: I, 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 yeah, I think that they may be fans of that player. Yeah. Um, uh, Anthony Brown, you know, look, he's gonna be thirty. Uh, he played his vast majority of the snaps and 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 has been up and down at this point this year. But I thought he's played pretty well. Played really well last year. Um, they're just you're gonna start losing some of these bodies here soon. These contracts are expiring. Yep that Kelvin Joseph is not giving you any indication that he's ready to step up and be the starting cornerback next year. Nation Wright, same thing. I, I I it wouldn't shock me despite the fact that you have a second and third round pick already on this roster corner. That you would take a first round pick and look. You know, worst comes to worst, you get the first round pick. Maybe Kelsey, Kelvin Joseph does develop, and suddenly uh, an embarrassment of riches at, at, at the cornerback position, much like the defensive line. So, so you know, he, here's kind of
1: see. the exercise that I was doing with myself this morning. I went position by position, thinking of could the Cowboys or is it likely the Cowboys would spend a first round pick at this position? Let's just do it really quickly. Quarterback, no. Running back. Listen, they drafted another running back in the first round. I'm going to be livid. Uh, wide receiver?
0: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I think wide receiver is a position. I, although
1: I would hurt. say I feel better about wide receiver now than I did a year – than I did at the draft last year because Gallup sure.
0: is healthy, right? Yeah, I agree. And, and and I think Odell Beckham signing will also have – an if that happens, will have an effect there as well.
1: Tight end, I, I can't see
0: it. Even if Dalton Schultz leaves, I can't see it. Probably not. Offensive line. Maybe depending on what we're talking about with 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 Tyron Smith at this point.
1: That's probably like if Tyron comes back and looks really bad, maybe uh, defensive end. I kind of doubt it at this date, especially bad, with Lawrence yeah. with Lawrence resigning and Sam Williams looking good and Armstrong looking pretty good. I,
0: I don't see it. I don't either. Defensive tackle, absolutely, yes, maybe, yeah. Off the ball linebacker. Well, that's that's interesting, right? I think you've got I think you've got a guy that you really obviously like. In, in, well, I think you have two young guys that you really like, you know, and, and Cox and um, Damone Clark and Damone Clark. But I, I think, you know, the question is, is like, how much do they like Jabril Cox as a linebacker right now? Uh, and also, what's the plan with Leighton Vander Esch? I, I, he's I a, don't think Vander Esch is coming back. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it'll be interesting to see what kind of contract they can get him on because I do think I would be surprised really with well. something
1: similar, but a little bit more than what he got last year.
0: If that's the case, then sign me up for that yeah. for sure.
1: And I remember they also drafted Devin Harper. I know that's yeah, he, that's he's true. a long ways away, but he's a special teams guy. They got Luke Gifford. I I, I just don't would, see it, it being coming back there likely. It, yeah. It's not out of the realm of possibilities, but it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. And then safety is the only other one. And I just don't think this team is all that interested in spending a first round pick on a safety. I know Donovan Wilson's a free agent, um, but you have J curse coming back next year. You have Malik hooker on a deal. Israel Makama, we thought looked really good the preseason. Yep. And remember they have Tyler Marquise Boy. bell who's been on the, the, the roster this entire time. So you're really looking at offensive line, potentially defensive tackle and corner makes sense.
0: Maybe wide receiver. Maybe wide receiver.
1: I think it would have to be a certain type of receiver.
0: Yeah, right? I agree. I, like that kid from Tennessee? Like maybe. Yeah, Jalen like, Hyatt. Like the, the yeah, kid, like that the, kind of player, the they can right? run. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So
1: I think Dane's in the right ballpark here, right? Like uh, yeah. Warner seems Not surprising, like a, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think Dane mocked Tyler Smith to the Cowboys early, early last year, like in his first or second mock, and I laughed it off in – what do you know? He ended up kidding you. Know, well, getting
0: it right. We're, we're going to stop doing that at this point because it feels like Dane maybe knowing, knows. Yeah, Dane we knows, might
1: just have knows, to knows not, knows he knows he not Dane. mo- do Dane's mocks because it's like uh, kind of like telling the secret of what's going to happen in the draft. We want to be surprised
0: <laughs> yeah. a little bit. We want right? yeah. a little more surprised. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. That is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen of the day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just want to let you know we've got the crossover show coming tomorrow. I uh, already recorded that one, actually, Landon. And uh, you think I'm a depressed fan. You just get ready for <laughs> crossover with the Colts tomorrow. That is- Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. But, of oh, course, you know, you'll know have to listen to the prediction to see who predicted to win the game. Should be, <laughs> should be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, follow Landon on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier.